0: A man that played the position, a man that now plays television star. After Browns games on Spectrum News One, yes, he is former Brown, Jamel White, and guess what? He's on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm good, my man. And you? I'm hanging in. The rain bumps me out. I gotta tell you, I'm not gonna lie. I'm affected by the weather. I have oh. arthritis. I have all kinds of things going on right Do now. Do you really? I, it's in my knee. It's bad. Like I feel. I, um, I was walking. Next Hockey to injury, Jamel. That's just too much.
1: <laughs> too much. Well, well, he'll he'll tell you that probably, but you yeah. know what? Andy never talks about like uh, he never brags on himself. I mean, I like the intro he just gave me though. That was awesome. Yeah, it
0: was nice. Oh, it's big time. It You're the nice. best dressed guy on TV right now. You know that. Uh,
1: listen, my one daughter thinks that I. She what did she tell me? I need to get my fits put together better or something. She was telling me, but it is what it is.
0: You got to work on that. <laughs> All
1: right, yeah. what would you do?
0: What would you do with uh, Kareem Hunt? What would you do? What would I do Kareem Hunt? yeah would you trade him? I mean they're not playing him enough anyway, so I mean, <sighs> do you get something for him or do you realize that you have two really, really good running backs on this team and maybe utilize both of them
1: i you know what selfishly, I wouldn't trade him if I'm in a Browns position, I wouldn't trade him because he is a good running back, and if you, you know NFL you all people get hurt all the time you never even know you know what I mean, so the reality is if Nick gets hurt you put him in to be your starter all the time. And then if he gets hurt, then you go to either the earnest or the guy that they just drafted. So the reality is if you have the best two running backs, unless the best two tandem running backs, at least I think in the NFL, it's kind of hard to give them up for a fourth round draft pick. You know what I mean? So like you got to also look, but at the same time you got to also look at what they're trying to accomplish later on in the future. You know what I mean? Like if they're if they're like, all right, you know what? Maybe we give them up, and we can build at another position with the draft pick, and if we get something in addition for them, like a player or something like that. So it's it all depends on what they're thinking. It's hard, man.
0: What would you do with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt offensively if you're scheming this thing? Because whatever they're doing now, to me, it just it's almost as if, okay, you've got this stuff. You're allowed to take it out of the garage.
1: (laughs) True. I mean, that's hard too, man, because like I I, I told you guys before the dynamic is great, but you, you can only put together certain packages to put them both on the field at the same time because of the ability that each of them have. Now, if they were both great pass catchers then that's a completely different story i mean you could put one in at a slot let them work from there always keep them in the game that way but you only have one that's a really good pass catcher you know what i mean like don't you
0: think nick's pretty good at that though he they just don't use him in that area
1: he does screens like i haven't really seen nick run like a post or mm-hmm. like do something in the middle to feel like look like a wide receiver. You know what I mean? I've seen Kareem do that stuff, but I haven't seen Nick per se do that. And that's the difference. Like, if you look at all the other teams that have the biggest thing now was having wide receivers playing tailback. Well, yeah. there's a reason for that because those same wide receivers, you could either put them at a slot or you could put them outside to play like an X or a Z. You know what I mean? So, that's what they're using those guys for. Like those are hybrid guys. And that's another phase that the NFL is going to, you know what I mean? So you have like Debo Sanders, he does it, you know, they got dudes at Baltimore that do it. The dude in Atlanta does it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. they have multiple wide receivers who do these things now. And same thing in Kansas city. Now they have a guy who the wide receiver, but they keep him on the field all the time along with the running back. So, he can line up in there, but then the other running back is also a threat pass catching. So he can line up in a slot. So it's it's different, man. When you look at football, it's not just looking at, man, we got these two offensive weapons. You got to look at everything that surrounds it.
0: But let me throw it at you this way, because I was trying to play devil's advocate on the argument that I've been using the last couple of weeks about Jamal and about. Um, oh, about look Nick, at you. About Nick. <laughs> yeah. About Nick and so I'm trying to say so I I made the point and I think I have made it with you too that why wouldn't you want to have your five best guys on the field in a crucial situation and if that's the case don't you think that Nick and Kareem would want to be that they would have Nick and Kareem on the field at the same point the only explanation I could come up with is you don't like the way that one or both of them block to not make them one of the five best guys on the field you know does that make sense? Help no. me. How are they both as block? Like, how would you evaluate these guys as blockers?
1: Well, as blockers, it, I think that they're both decent blockers, but it's not. A, it, I don't think it's about putting them on the field because they're not both block, good blockers. Like, all right, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. What's the most crucial point in the game at any given time? What's the most crucial down? Third. Third down. Third down is always the most crucial down, right? Right. So here's the thing.
0: Although you played third... in the CFL, so it might have been second in your wrong.
1: Yeah, well, first off, nice. I played in the NFL and the CFL. So let's uh, get that under control. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, anyway, <good>. yes. anyway, <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> if you go to doing third downs, depending on the distance that you need for the, you know, uh for the first down. Right. You can't. You can't put them both on the field because then you may lose the opportunity of if it's third and long, all right, what are we going to do? We need to pass. But if they bring somebody that's hot, we need to put people in here that can block as well. But then we got to sacrifice. If we put both of them in the game, we got to sacrifice something. You got to sacrifice something. But then the other crucial part, looking at your way in the game, is a two-minute drill. Right, Like the other crucial part is two-minute drill. Now, you can't substitute. You're not really substituting people on and off. You need to have the perception of running and passing all at the same time. Well, you can't put them both in there either because you don't have that perception of running and passing. Because if you do, you're going to know who's going to get the ball at a certain point in a two-minute warning and a two-minute drill. That's why it's usually like the faster people that's out there in two-minute drills are the people who can catch better. It's not necessarily always the person who blocks the best. Uh,
0: so, hey, let me just throw this at you. Okay, so you're the quarterback. You drop back to pass. There's less than two minutes a game, right? Who's the first mm-hmm. guy you're throwing to? Amari Cooper, right? Okay, I think that's, right that's fair. Yeah, that was, okay. yeah, he's he's okay. covered. Now where are you going?
1: Uh, Whatever your second progression is. So you're Probably look-
0: David Njoku, right, if you, needed, if you didn't need big yards, right?
1: Yeah, at least I the guess. stats will
0: tell you that. It's What's either that- him or Donovan Peoples-Jones. Well, that's dependent on the route, too. I'll give you those three. You, you, my point is, I don't think they have the depth at wide receiver to rule out throwing the ball to Kareem or Nick, and not oh, well, saying that yeah, they would be better. That. They would be better receivers than, you know, David Bell's trying to work his way in there if they can get him the ball at some point. But it, that, that's what I'm saying. As far as even even if you're you have the illusion of the run and you want to throw. Like I still, I don't see why you wouldn't throw to Kareem or you wouldn't throw to. I, I, and I understand where you, a lot of people think Nick would be towards the bottom end of a top five there, but I, I just my point is is that I, I think that I just I don't understand how they look at some of the offensive weapons we have and overestimate some of the weapons that we might have on the field too. Like how was Anthony Schwartz not even active the other? Day? You know, fastest yeah. well, guy, we, but
1: well, he can't catch.
0: Oh, there you go. <laughs> That'll do it.
1: I mean that gets get you every time. So, I mean, <laughs> that's you're, a you're hindrance for at, a
0: wide receiver, is it?
1: Huh? Well, yeah. Well, you looking at things like reliability at that point. Like, man, okay, who do I trust in this situation? Do I trust the wide receiver or do I trust this running back? Okay, I'm going with the running back. You know what I mean? So, it's 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 a lot of stuff that goes into it, and that's why when I sit back and I look at I always look at Kevin Stefanski's interviews and I look at uh after the games, all this press conference, dude, the guy takes so much heat for people that should be doing their own job, but they're not doing that job. You know what I mean? So the reality is at some point you've got to start calling people to the table. Like he may be doing it in-house. You never know, but you know, people like if you play in the NFL, he's one of those coaches that players love playing for because he's going to accept responsibility. He's not going to, He's not going to knock people. He's not going to knock the players. You know what I mean? That's why everybody loved it in Baltimore too. Like, it just wasn't going to happen. But at the same time, you can't put him in that situation week in and week out. You got to take some kind of accountability for things.
0: Jamel, so. you got about a minute here. When you look at this team sitting there at two and five right now, do you think uh ah, they're they're not very good and this isn't working, or do you think man they're
1: pretty close? I would say they're pretty close. Because to be honest, they only got beat they only really got beat one game. Patriots. Yeah. They only got beat one game. They lost the rest. They gave it up doing something crazy, but they only really got beat one game. So, I'm not I'm not looking at just the record. I'm looking at the performance of them. Yeah, they Football is one of the things you, you get four turnovers in the game or a, a crucial pick at a certain time, that game could be over, but they only really got beat one game. All right, Jamel. Thank You're all you, hooked.
0: I'll see you Monday night, my friend. Uh,
1: all right, man. I'll see you. I'll bring some candy. Oh, great. Stop making me
0: eat <laughs> pizza during the game. That's my problem.
1: Oh, yeah. We sprinkle some evidence on that daddy.
0: So would you stop that? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Jamel. All right, my man. All right, Jamel White, former Browns running back. You can watch him on Spectrum News 1 if you're watching postgame on the Browns. And, of course, he was on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline.